So hi, welcome to the Good News Podcast with Connor Bracken and the Mother Leads Band. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so congrats on your new album, guys, uh, Nightbird Motel. Uh, how do you feel about the sponsor so far? I feel ecstatic about you How do you feel, Chris? I feel pretty good about the response. It's nice to see that, you know, like good old-fashioned rock and roll is still appreciated and people are still listening to it. And also seeking it out, like... Mm-hmm. There's been like a lot of response from a lot of different places, which is really nice. I'm kind of freaking out because I was expecting Chris to do a bit there, and he gave me a real answer. <laughs> do you want me to do bits or do you want me to give real answers? That's, you know what? That that was really good. That's the first time he's ever been genuine. So Aww. that is uh, wonderful. Um, I feel great about it. There's been so many people reaching out and uh, people that we've kind of never heard from before that have reached out and said that they love it and the social media response has been great which is good in a time where we can't really see people out, mm-hmm. out in the world so that's wonderful you have to see wonderful. it yeah happy to hear that so what was your writing process like for this record i wrote too many songs and then whittled those down and you kind of bracket them like uh like uh, they they fight each other out. You kind of find the similar ones and find which one's better. And we whittled it down to nine, mm-hmm. and then uh, recorded them all live oh. after after uh, rehearsing them for a bit with the band. Right. Wait, so it's it's like a live? It's like, a live record. record. Yeah, there's a few overdubs as far as guitars. Everything is on there. Nothing's really replaced except for a couple parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the bulk of it, um, there's only one song where we don't use the vocal from the original take and that's mm-hmm. the the title track i did a little i experimented with a different kind of way of singing mm-hmm. other than that all the guitars are there um and there's no there's no real overdubs other than mm-hmm. a couple couple layering things and things for fun but other than that it's really there's nowhere to hide it's impressive it. that's yeah that's really cool I'm very impressive. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. Uh, so how many songs did you have written? How, what was that process like getting them down to the nine? I started with 50. 50. We recorded five of those and I kept on writing. So I think throughout the start with it, I think in the process, I wrote like about 23 more. So about 73 songs. That's a lot of them, but also, I was kind of after the fact I realized that what I would do is I would write five songs in a kind of similar vein mm-hmm. and write a final song, not taking any lyrics or anything directly from those, mm-hmm. but finding what I like best about that style of song, which is why all nine songs are different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this yeah. is like, I think this idea with, um, it kind of goes into like others, let's, for lack of a better term, not to sound too like pretentious, but like with other art styles, like specifically like painting and stuff like that, like is that you have like a study where you're mm-hmm. like just drawing something and like working out the different ways to do something before you create the final product. So I think Connor as a writer is the kind of person who can know like this is the style of this, this is how I want these verses and choruses and bridges to work together, yeah. and cut, try, kind of tries out a couple of different versions of that before it brings to the band and like fleshes it out fully, which is, I feel like. Yeah, I try to hide how much I work on it <laughs> until I, I bring, it to, bring it to the band. But there's also like, it's more of like that there's a, it's a feel like even less so if there's this particular type of song, I want a feeling to happen when you, when you hear that song. So like, that's kind of, I find kind of like the most 
potent way of finding that feeling. Mm -hmm. And then I bring it to the band and then the band is, it isn't finished until the band plays it. Yeah. Mm Because the band makes it this big thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In in just in my head. So. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so I know when we chatted about the singles and we asked you about Headspace for that, but I want to know just your general Headspace for the record as a whole. Hmm. I've personally been really liking reading a lot of the reviews on this record. Uh, a lot of people are calling it like driving music or like late night driving music. Yeah, yeah. for crazy like, people. Yes, yeah, for crazy driving people. Because like, as someone who has spent plenty of time like doing a thing where suddenly you're like, oh, it's 9 a.m. It's 9 p.m. and I got two hours of driving ahead of me. Having an album that you know is going to have your back for at least 40 minutes of that yeah. always is a good thing to have. So I feel like that's a really good like starting point yeah. for a feeling of this kind of record. Mm-hmm. I think it lends it because it's it's is kind of it can play as a live set. Mm-hmm. So it's also like it feels like everything. It isn't like a concept album but everything everything that happens on the record which can be vague on purpose so you fill in the own, your own blanks but it's all happening in a world yeah Shane's like what the fuck is he talking about <laughs> <laughs> actually I was laughing at Glory's dog but <laughs> I mean it's just, it's just, like, I think there's, there's, there's a difference between like a concept album or like a almost a rock opera that starts with like a story point part a and then ends another way whereas a record that kind of has ebbs and flows and has like different things that you're exploring and different moods that you're exploring that kind of follow this path i think this record really does start in one place and kind of end in a different spot mm-hmm. and that also On like purpose, that, yeah. yeah and that also like contributes like those that's like as little as like as simple as like track listing how do you put yeah. songs that talk to each other next to each other so i think that's a little bit of what's going on that's that's kind of exactly what it is we started with those five and then we had some more we were doing and then we were doing the last two songs which are the last two official tracks on the record which are nightbird and dream of you and me and i had nightbird written but then i knew the track listing with nightbird and i was like i'm gonna write one final song for the record so dream of you and me was actually written to end the record Mm -hmm. And it does that. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah, like sure. World Stops Turning is a is like a very clear, like, this is the start of a record, and then Dream of You and Me is a very clear, like, end of a record. And whether or not there's, like, characters or story going on, there's a feeling of closure. Yeah, that's for the people to listen to, to put in there. They're yeah. there, and in, like, those five or six songs written to make one song, they existed, but it's kind of been refined and filtered down to where it's like the most it's the most rock and roll it's yeah. as high octane as possible it's very if you vague. wanted if you wanted we could probably have like three more beers and give you even more coherent answers than <laughs> so you said you wrote the closer as like the closer for the record did the opener just kind of fall that way or did you write it to be the an opener, opener well? it, i wrote them both for so like i wrote those like 50 some odd songs and then I was the band. I'm usually late, but the band was late. Mm-hmm. So while I was waiting for the band to show up, I wrote "When the World Stops Turning," oh. and then and we were gonna do new music that day. And instead of showing them the music I had been working on for months, I chose the one I had written five minutes prior. 
which is always, <laughs> you know? yeah, I mean, and that's, it works. that's a way to do it. So and within 20 minutes, it was ready to go and ready to be recorded. For any of your listeners Wait, who are 20 minutes. band leaders, I highly recommend not doing that. But in that yeah. particular instance, it worked very well. It worked yeah, very well. Yeah, go with your gut. <laughs> don't do it unless it works. Yeah, okay. yeah exactly. Don't do what I do. <laughs> do as I do. For anything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't. Yeah, terrible okay. people. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so while going through the album, what I wanted that artists... to be the end of the interview. I'm oh, terrible. Just, you want to end there? Thanks so much for talking, and then hang up. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Listen, if you guys want me to do an interview on Saturday night at 8 p.m., I'll do it. But I'll be liquored up. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm so. So, we're we're gonna keep riffing. I'm sorry. Your next question, please. All right. Um. Well, going. Okay. Hi, Pepper. All right, hold sorry, on. Stop the interview. Can I see this dog? Is that possible? Yeah. Let's take give me a, a second. Because my cat might sneak down the stairs and scream. So that's okay. possible. She's working on getting Pepper. Pepper's been in the background though. Good name for a dog. What kind of dog yeah. is it? Oh wait, she's There's a big. Pepper. Oh, she's a little girl. She's tiny. Oh, she's like medium. Um, she's oh, a miniature oh, snouser pug mix. Oh, she's she's beautiful. like half pug, half mini snouser. She's so. the official podcast mascot. She is. And this yeah. is she the first time anyone's made. Half and mm-hmm. miniature schnauzer pug mix as the mascot. Ours is you guys, you guys, oh yeah, we have we have share from the <laughs> That's entirely unreal. So. <laughs> My uh, so uh, we're in my bedroom. Yeah, we're in my bedroom where <laughs> I keep Chris's my house. share. Uh, that's just you know always good to have a picture of share, a giant poster of share 100%. in your basement just in case you know things. Just make in it case, weird. if you ever need it. Yeah, well, that is the first time anyone's picked out the mascot, so I appreciate yeah. that. Thank I'm you. Sure she's very happy. Ears for a reason. Yeah. You got the she's, ears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's lounging now. She's doing a great job. I think yeah. she is. Yeah. Acknowledge how Pepper's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, Cheers to that. <laughs> back to the questions. Um, <laughs> when you go through the album, what band or artist influence do you think you can hear, if any? I'm terrible at that answering that. So Chris, as a guy who listened to the record, what do yeah. you think? I don't know. It's funny because, like, I, I obviously I joined the Mother Leeds band after a, a lot of this record had been completed, um, or, and also like I've been workshops, so kind of coming in. I feel like. It's one of those things where, like, you want to try to say, like, obvious bands. Like, I feel like there's a little bit of um, Casey, maybe Casey Elephant in their early days. A little bit of, like, early Arctic Monkeys. A Brian Bracken top pick. Casey uh, Elephant. Brian, uh, Connor's father <laughs> famously loves Casey Elephant. There's, like, ACDC, but I, I really think it just comes from the idea, like, whenever someone asks me, like, what is Connor Bracken by the Leeds band? Like, what kind of music is it? It's just, like, it's riff rock. It's the stuff that's mm-hmm. fun to yeah play and the stuff that's fun to listen to there's never a boring section so yeah. any if there's a band that's boring we're not like them you know like we were literally before, <laughs> we were just playing a bob seger like i just found like a bob seger live Yo, show on YouTube. i want to be bob seger's maraca player i want to be bob seger because like that music it's there i'm sure if you like sat down bob seger and you're like bob what's your influences he wouldn't know he just like he picks up a guitar and yeah. writes a song that sounds cool and plays it with his band yeah my main thing i would say like just songwriting kind of just like you know what my biggest influences on this record were more so like movies like i love movies so like guys a film buff listen man let me tell you <laughs> about mall rats no but was that was that, was that what it's big influence i'm from new jersey 
that's it. I mean, yeah, if you're from Monmouth County, Kevin Smith influences you. But yeah, like it really, it's less of like, um, I don't think you could like take any one song on this record and like, you know, take it and be like, oh, this is like my attempt to write a pastiche of this band, yeah. which there are writers that do that. And I obviously there's some great songs that come out of that. You know, you just hear like someone was like, what, Nirvana, like heard a Pixie song and then was like, I want to write that. Yeah. And it smells like Teen Spirit. But like, I don't think this is the kind of record where you can draw like exact parallels, but obviously there's a lot of stuff. I'll tell you there. the biggest influence is being like an actively gigging band for three years. Yeah. Like actively playing and touring and doing it all DIY, but still doing it at an intensity of a, of a full-time band of like going on the road. A lot of these songs were written or like things were taken from the road and stuff and just like kind of seeing a, a lot of America and being in a band and like kind of seeing what audiences like, like when they kind of get turned on during a set or anything like that. Kind of, I think I was able to tap in a little bit into what people that would show up to our shows dig a little bit. Okay. So yeah, it's hard. There's a million, there's a million influences. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me personally, <laughs> It made me reach out to Bruce Springsteen's press person, so that's what this album made me do. So, All right, yeah. it made you reach out to who? Bruce Springsteen's press contact. It didn't work out. But it, didn't oh. worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out. Never got a response, but it was worth a shot. Exactly. I tried knocking on his door, and this big guy came out of nowhere yeah. and, and, and kicked, kicked me out. Yeah, we were kicked off his property. I don't know. Oh I my god! Was, I wonder. I truly wonder because again, also a lot of the reviews are coming in. There's a lot of like the Asbury Park thing, and as always say, like Motherly's band is a band from Asbury Park, and I really wonder if we were removed from that. Like, let's say that we said, "Oh no, no, we're actually from." Like, I feel Philly. like if we said we we're from the Panhandle, that everyone would say Tom Petty. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> you know I, like, I, wonder, I love Bruce Springsteen though. I yeah, obviously, like if you grow up in this area yeah. and you don't, you know, know at the very least, know a lot of Springsteen. I don't think you're doing it right. I would say Dire Straits too. Oh yeah, stuff this like guy Connor Reckon famously loves both Yo. Mark Knopfler and his amazing guitar notes. Yo, dude, that guy's solo career is my shit. But <laughs> ain't too pretty yeah. corned beef. I love I love Bruce Springsteen uh, so much, but also I don't think like there's no like it's all two guitars, bass, and drums still. Yeah, and I think it's weird because there's no like Bruce sound on it mm-hmm. but i am a guy who wears a lot of denim <laughs> i i and i yell see. and i do count to four yeah so, so i mean we have three there this you've three. got enough similarities you're basically him yeah That's yeah. That. uh i don't yeah i feel like i feel like specifically title track nightbird there is a bruce there's a, lot there. there's a bruce vibe to it but that's kind of just like working with the idea of like the ebb and flow of a song and, and also i think a lot of bruce's stuff comes from being here Mm-hmm. So being here, if you're on the Asbury Park boardwalk in the middle of yeah. winter and like that, like freezing sea air is hitting yeah. you, you're gonna write a song, or you're gonna make the best Sopranos episode ever. <laughs> We're currently writing a reboot of the Sopranos, starring the mother. I would so be. I would be. Could well, you imagine? Like, does that make? Does that make you or? Jeff Silvio. Oh, Jeff is Silvio. Jeff is Silvio. Jeff is Silvio. What are you? I'm, uh, I'm Paul Wallace. Come on. Oh, that, that, I'm the guy that goes to the ex- espresso. Have place. you guys seen Sopranos? I've never seen Sopranos. 
it's, it's, it's pretty I just think about the scene where Polly Walnuts goes to like an espresso coffee shop in stole North this. Jersey. And it's like they stole this from the Italians. This is our culture. And I can do that line in that voice because I'm a Jersey Italian. So I'm there allowed to say that. That didn't answer any of your questions, but continue. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, no, no, it, it was going. It was going back to the idea of like the Springsteen. And yeah. I, I mean, I feel like there's a there can be a sense of like Springsteen as an albatross around the neck of any band from Asbury Park. I'll take and it. It's like, yeah, fuck it, take it. I'll take it. It's good, but <laughs> I want I do, I do. This is like a personal thing. I wonder how much like if we didn't have that mantle of being from Asbury, if people would draw that. I feel like Nightbird specifically, probably a little bit, but yeah. I feel like if I didn't go grow up around, it's weird because I grew up not listening to Bruce Springsteen. Hmm. It was just a, a thing in my household. We just didn't really listen to Bruce Springsteen. It wasn't until I started playing out and playing here, specifically when I started playing at Asbury, you know, you know his his pictures on the wall everywhere, mm-hmm. and you kind of, and after gigging so many often, you like I kind of, I you know, and hear and you hear some of his interviews and stuff. You really. I get a lot of where he's coming from on certain things because it's just the nature of the town. There's no, and also touring around, you realize there's really no place like Asbury Park in a weird way. Like there's definitely like, like I feel very thankful to be from here Mm -hmm. because you go and you play, uh, you know, middle of nowhere, blank state, you know what I mean? I don't want to single anybody out, but you'll be there and you're like, what would I do if I was me in this town there's probably only, I don't even know if there's enough guys in this town to make a band. Yeah, I, you know? yeah <laughs> like, definitely, you know? definitely the Asbury community of musicians is where I, I always say like you, you're, you can be very, very lucky if you're part of it because like it is a very inclusive, I mean, obviously there's qualifiers, but like it is a community that at, I think at its hardest trying its best to make sure that like new stuff is being heard, interesting new voices, yeah. not the same thing again and again and again, not the same bands again and again and again, like keep letting a lot of different stuff come through and like when you are a quote-unquote rock and roll band such as Connor Bracken and the Mother Leeds band Nightbird Motel out now it's interesting to like see like bandcamp.com uh it's interesting (laughs) to see like how we are just part of a much bigger thing that lets a lot of different stuff be heard and also we fit in in our own way whereas you go to like you know again you go to you go to like a town it's like Oh, this is the only venue for thirty miles, and you'd have far. to move to do this. You like, have to bring your own sound system, and you're gonna have to play covers, or else you're not getting paid. So, like having somewhere like yeah. Asbury as a home base is very fortunate. It's freaky. You don't realize that until you leave. I thought I was like, just every place has a local town where there's seven venues. There's seven venues that let you learn your craft. Mm-hmm. It'd be bad, but yeah. So that's that's where that as that Bruce Springsteen thing. That's where that yeah. That okay. Connect them together. Um, so this question should be like super quick. Uh, I want Not you to describe this album in three words. Fuck, that's hard. <laughs> there you fuck, go. High octane Vegas. Fuck, no, that's hard. Um, um dude, fuck it. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Know. There you rock go. Rock and roll. You want? You want to hear some riffs? Put on this record. You want to hear some? You want to? You want a boogie woogie? That's boogie like and, sentences. They about, said three. three how about boogie <laughs> and woogie? Does that work? Sure. sure. They accept it. Sure. Okay. Uh, so when live shows do come back, what three songs from this album are you looking forward to playing live? Probably Voice on the Radio because I get to scream real loud. Mm-hmm. Um, 
photographs of Johnny Garrett Cash. Yeah. And read on you. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I would I would agree with all three, and add the caveat that voice on the radio, I get to as a bass player make a lot of really loud noises. That's always good. And Connor and I, because I came in after photographs was recorded, because Cobb is on bass on that one, correct? Is it Cobb? I think it's Cobb. Things got fuzzy in there. Yeah. In that, yes. In any case, Matt Cobb, who was uh, Connor's bassist for a while, is a great guy and a great player. Uh, he uh, left to join the armed forces, can we say? Yeah. Um, he he's currently like, serving in Japan. Yeah, he's a great like a great player and such a great dude. But I came in afterwards and realized that Connor has a very specific riff in photographs that he repeats a couple of times. So now when I when I joined the band, I decided that when he does the riff the final time, I'm gonna hit as many pedals on my pedal board as possible as well, and follow it. And it's like this weird build that he and I have that I really love playing. I have a special moment for me in the set because he also. If you when you see Connor Bracken my Leeds band live, you're gonna see that Connor has very expressive eyes. So when Connor Bracken locks eyes with you because he knows you're about to do a dual part, it really it's special. Yeah, that's yeah, it. that's special. I think I did it. I think I did the thing. I think you did it too. <laughs> Can't wait until uh, lockdown's over. Then uh, since I'm 15 minutes away from Asbury, I'll just stop by. I thought you said I'm 15 in from Asbury. I'm like, no, 15 I'm, minutes I'm, from Asbury. I'm like, dude, I, love to play I would have, I would have asked you to, to buy me liquor all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? This guy's fit. No. Um, yeah. You got to come down. We're uh, uh, hopefully next spring. For sure. Uh, they the cold. So th- we like to end these types of interviews with one very simple question. Are there any new projects in the works for the band? Well, we have um, we have some live stuff that we've recorded in quarantine, but like a live session at the Asbury Park Brewery. Shout out to the Asbury Park Brewery. AP Brewery. Oh, man. Best shit. Asbury Blonde the is the best beer in existence, and I'll stand by that. Go buy it right now. Available on our online store. Prove me wrong. Um, but we are going to release some stuff from that. Um, we have um, some alternate versions, some alternate alternate takes coming out. And uh, I mean, since we have all this time, I mean, I'm already I've been writing the next record. And I think in the next couple of weeks, we're going to start working on some new stuff because, you know, fuck it. Why not? We do. Yeah. And the guy from Spotify says I need to release about 20 times a year to make money. So, <laughs> well, <I'll-> yeah, <laughs> I'll try Easy. just to break even yeah. on the investment. No problem. That's right. Things that represent you as a human. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no rush though. Just Your artistic creativity. No, there is a rush. No rush. No rush. Just I like times. Lori's like, get it out. Yeah. Exactly. Stop right now. Around. It doesn't matter how it sounds or how it feels or if it's I got genuine. An iPhone. I got yeah. it. Doesn't have to sound okay. good. No. Spotify will pay you. Mm-hmm. They're oh. three quarters of a penny per stream. I think yeah. it's like that. It's some shitty thing. But yeah. no, we're we're working on a lot, um, and we're we're working on all kinds of cool video stuff that could be coming out um, to add visual to the music. So we're like we're now we've come under the understanding that tours and outside playing aren't going to be happening for a long time. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, have you guys met up? You guys haven't met up yet, right? No. no. <laughs> I think we kill each other. You guys yeah. were here in Virginia, is it? Yeah. I remember that. Um, I want you guys to meet for the first time person at Mowgli's band show. Ooh. Come on up here. We're going to do that. What's All right, 2025, Shane. All right. <laughs> I was going to say DC or Baltimore, but we probably shouldn't meet in Baltimore. Why? Have you been watching The Wire? I've been watching The Wire. Um, yeah, no, I think I think it's important. It's very, it's, I've been, I mean, obviously, like, things are slowly opening up. In Jersey, I think we're very lucky in the sense that we had a very, I think, we were doing a little bit better than other places in terms of lockdown yeah. and things opening up. So it's nice to see a lot of friends from, you know, our music scene again, like talk to them about what they've been doing. And there's been a lot of like, everyone's like, we're doing our best to keep creating and whether or not things get released, like yeah. staying busy in whatever way you can, I think is very important right now. Yeah, there's because- a lot of friendly, friendly uh, competition when gigs were happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's got like the reason why we got the band got as good as I think it is, is because there's so many great bands in Asbury, and it isn't to compete with them to be better than them, but to be as be good, the, the best you could possibly be. Yeah, be as so good that, as you could be, so that you know that yeah. when someone was better than you, you could at least say, "Well, I was the best." I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah. I think, and when someone's better than you, you love, you still love it. You're not, you're not like angry about it. You're like, "Fuck, they were good. That's mm-hmm. great." Yeah, yeah. No, there's, there's, so yeah. that's still there. That's still there for us. Um, I don't know when that will go away, but I hope gigs come back before that. <laughs> for sure, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be great, actually. Um, so, as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? A uh, Nightbird Motel out September 25th. Uh, Connor Bracken, Mother Leaves Band. Bandcamp. Com, Spotify, iTunes, Mother Leaves Band. Com, Mother Leaves Band. Com. Buy a CD. I don't know. It's on title. Buy CDs. Connor. It is on title. If you look, have title, who Connor, does have title? Connor has been sending out these like not care packages, but like merch bundle care packages. If you're buying that stuff, from I will the band, write. I will write a handwritten thing to you. It's yeah. It's cr- trying to create. If you're interested in this music at all and you want to, just reach out to us because we have my shitty handwriting in yeah. your own home we're just a bunch of dudes hanging out and we like to know that you guys listen no auto correct like yeah oh, no man. lots misspelled oh man but if you if you catch if the thought that counts if you catch a mother leads band uh post and you catch as many typos as me and jeff the guitar player catch you're gonna win a prize dude i'm i'm doing other shit like writing songs so an instagram post is gonna have a few Fucked up vowels. It's will okay. he ever give me the password to the Instagram? No, he will not. Okay, but why don't you just let the other band members run the Instagram? Because nah. they're not as intense as I am. Exactly. Like, I I, I okay. put up all caps so people know. No okay, the but, like, maybe they won't fuck up the vowels. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll just what do a better job than you, Connor. I think we screenshotted it. I would it's pull it up. It's pretty bad. It, there was there was one recently it was it's like because Instagram i'm like i got it i got it like we're doing like there's someone emailed me and i got to get back to them so i'm like oh shit i got to post on instagram and it was and it got bad there's one that got bad there you know whatever man listen man i'm writing songs yeah right you can't and- hear typos <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't hear them but you sure you as hell can see them check out the next mother leads band single you can't hear the typos that's out. honestly not a bad song that's, title. That's not a I'll bad song. I'm going to record it into his iPhone with an acoustic bass and electric guitar tonight. And then Solid? you're going to put it on Spotify tomorrow to, to make that money. Tonight. I also have, I have, we have also now invested in some home recording stuff. So they're going to oh, be cool. some cool stuff. 
there's actually a video um the wilderness session of what of uh dream of you and me and you could hear some home stuff yeah that was that was just released a couple of days ago uh on a compilation yeah. i want to what is it what is plug it play called? for a purpose play for a purpose which, which was is for a local charity uh eden autism and uh in here in new jersey you know you know everywhere there's people uh with autism and uh there's a place for them to go and uh and kind of do and do their thing and get some uh, care that they need so um joey from the carousers put that together and we're on it that version's on it it's not out it, it's not out on anything other than a youtube video and this and uh, there's 60 other acts on it all from new jersey um, a lot of great bands and uh i'm sure you've interviewed a few of them but um if you're with uh, dim, dim entertainment's with it okay. shout out to dim entertainment and uh yeah, play for to, a purpose yeah Go i'm check just it trying out. to get like the exact band camp link but i just want to give it a quick joey does art.bandcamp.com is that it yes joey uh from Krausers. Krausers. joey is like an amazing guy and did a really wonderful project so if you want to you know listen to uh, like some great demos by or like some great songs by some great bands and also help a very yeah. good cause it's a pretty good way to do it i would say so all right solid and there you uh, go that's where we'll end it. Uh, thank you for sitting down with us, guys. This has been Connor Bracken and the Mother Leaves Band, and uh, we have a good noise podcast.